sometimes it seems so simple. Just noticing and not grasping and having a feeling of liberation. Just in that moment. Wow. That experience illustrating and instructing us on the wisdom of liberation, the compassion of liberation, and how both are intertwined with how consciousness is being attended to. The great gift of having a meditation practice is that each meditation session will invite us to rediscover, to dwell in that practice of unbiased awareness, and to see what comes forth. It creates a version of reality. And it creates a version of reality that's initiated by our conditioned version of reality. Maybe if we wanted to be smart, we could say it's an unconditioned response to a conditioned experience. But usually, in the process of practice, it's more helpful to be naive. In, in Zen, there's a saying that says, not knowing creates the intimate experience, the intimacy. And yet for us, simply not knowing can leave us without some way of connecting, of acknowledging, of allowing it to be, to register. No. Once when I was a monk, I went to visit another monk and in his little hut, his kuti, as it's called in Thailand, he had on the wall a picture of a baby. 
and I, I was a little surprised in that setting to see a picture of a baby. And he said to me, I want that mind. That's, that's the mind that I aspire to. I don't think he said I want, I think more aspirational. We come into this world with the capacity to pay attention. And one of the enchanting things to my mind and heart about babies is they engage it completely. Each experience, they give themselves to it completely. But we all grow up. We all create a much more complex version of reality. And noticing and acknowledging the, the ingenuity of it is that it can shift, the noticing and acknowledging can shift dependent upon the state of consciousness, the circumstances, the stimulation. Like when we ask what's happening now, it's like, what's the dominant experience now? Is it, is it a quality of mind that's turbulent? or a quality of mind that's deeply settled. Is it a version of reality that has great authority within our being? It's like, can we invite any and every experience that happens for us into a state of awareness that sees it for what it is. In some ways we could say, the process is panya, is, is prajna. The very process of unbiased seeing of the biases of being. Unconditioned response to conditioned being. The very process is wisdom. And then we could say, what's illuminated by the process? All the particular details and ways that consciousness takes shape. And then the way me, the, the unique expression of those biases that arise in our individual being. Yeah. 
and the inquiry of how to learn how to work with our own being in a way that will enable that unbiased attention. And out of that, the many practices that arise. The practice of compassion, the practice of patience, the practice of accepting what is, the disciplines of not corrupting or undermining the capacity for awareness. My experience of Zen practice is that staying close to this unbiased attention to the biases of being, staying close to that, exploring that, is an important aspect of our practice. It's like listening to the bell ring. And as we listen to it, the sound of the bell opens to all sounds. So we attend to, with precision to the experience of unbiased awareness. And as we do it, it opens up to everything. All the ways we be. And often in our dedication, the complexity of being is deemed to be inappropriate. Oh, it shouldn't be like this. It should be a different way. But what if we think of this moment as a momentary culmination of not just our life, but of our parents' lives too, and their parents, and their parents, and their parents. What if we think, this is not just opening to the experience of me, this is opening to the experience of this vast web of being. And here we are, dipping our finger in the ocean of being with this momentary awareness. And in doing so, appreciating the uniqueness of the moment and in an utterly mysterious way, connecting 
تبقى هوب هي How do we do that? Is there still a singular self in that experience? Hmm. So this dance between acknowledging, okay, in this moment, this thought is present and it describes it implicates it has inferred within it a version of reality me my life this place this time and yet it touches all being So in the language of Zen, we say, this is the great mysterious inquiry into being. This is the koan of being alive. Like it, dislike it, love it, hate it, be grateful for it, despise it, you know. Feel deeply connected, feel isolated. Yeah. Can we sit down in the middle of that? And then can we stand up and open to all of it? The deliberateness of practice can steady our heart and our mind. And not just support us to enter into all of it, but also invite a kind of joy in doing so. Hmm, now what? So please enjoy yourselves. <laughs> Thank you.